This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? The Connected Experience where we take two people from the same walk of life and went down different paths. Then we connect them together in hopes that they do business and their business grow. But lately what we've been doing with the Connected Experience is we've been connecting people that the listeners should know about and need to know. So what's going on with you? Nothing much, man. I got a book pick of the week. My book pick of the week is actually uh, Gucci Mane autobiography. Now, I done read a whole lot of autobiographies and a lot of books, man, and Gucci kept it 100 all the way through, bro. Dope yeah. book. It's it's a movie when you read it, and the yeah. dope part about it is uh, the years is so close. So, like, when he's talking about 2005, you can actually go back in your mind to yeah. 2005. He actually basically went crazy, man. It was the lean. It like he, he Yeah, he actually pinpointed. His very first time drinking lean yeah. and, and what it did to his body that he didn't know it was doing to it. Like he, from that moment on, when he thought about it, he noticed that there was the effect. So it was a dope, it's a dope story, man. It should be a movie. So I suggest that anybody out there who in the autobiographies, even if you don't like Gucci, you definitely like the book. Now, who wouldn't like Gucci? I can see why people wouldn't, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's a crazy fact that when his dad left Alabama, he went to Detroit, started hustling, and used to come back down to Alabama in Cadillacs with, uh, and give him money and stuff. Yeah. So the D always it's connected. It's always a Detroit connection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Like, yeah. It's a Snoop dad, is a mailman in Detroit, or was a mailman in Detroit. Uh, Mac Maul used to come to Detroit for in the, the summer because his yeah. grandparents like, golly, man. So what you, what's going on with you? Man, nothing, man, hanging on like a hubcap. I finally got my book. You got it? I finally got it. Did you yeah. start reading it yet? No, I just read the back of it. You know what I'm saying? But I finally got it. It ain't no synopsis it. on the back of that book. I know, but it's what people think about the book. So I finally got it. So that's what, that's my commitment to read the book. And uh, I'm going to just start going to the bookstore for now, dog. You know what I'm saying? Until we get that straight, that situation straight. They gave me my money back, too, though. So and They gave you the book and your money back? No, I just got the book from a bookstore. Oh, okay. I went okay. to school, ordered it, and went and picked it up. You know. So what we got going on today? All right, today, man, we got a special guest, man. He go by the name of Ian, and then on the Instagram, his name is uh, Legends Never Die or Legends Will Never Die. He kind of like uh, do a good job of archiving hip-hop and stuff related to hip-hop, but we going to let him get into the story. So, hey, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Uh, my name is Ian. Um, I run an Instagram page, uh, Legends Will underscore Never Die. I've uh, had it for, this is actually the second page I've had, but I'll get into that uh, in just a minute. Okay, so so where are you from, man? Um, I was born in Royal Oak. Yeah, but I moved. But then I moved to Wixom, and then I finally settled down in Livonia. Yeah. Uh, I, I moved to Livonia when I was thirteen, I think. Oh, so you did your high school years and all of that in Livonia? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how was that for you? Uh, it wasn't. Ba- it wasn't too bad. I mean, I wasn't really a popular kid, but uh, I had some. I, I, I wasn't either. No. <laughs> I had some. I had some friends though. I mean, I I got. I had some. Went to a few parties. And, yeah. Yeah. So how old are you right now? Uh, twenty. I turned twenty one. Uh, this past December. Yeah. Wow. Twenty one. That's ages ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's your early memory? Your earliest memory of discovering hip hop? Because when people go to the Instagram page, they go see like it's a bunch of hip hop stuff and facts and dates and stuff like that. So, what's your earliest memory that you can remember about like discovering hip hop? Um, the earliest I can remember. Um, I remember, uh, this is as far as I can go back, in 2002, I think I hear, remember hearing Lose Yourself by Eminem on the radio, and I thought, wow, this is like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And as I got older, I discovered, my, the more I just, 
I dug deeper into the culture and see, and <laughs> it just went from there. So lose yourself, Eminem would be the like the pinpoint that. How old were you in two thousand? <laughs> like six or like six or seven, maybe. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's a good age. So once you heard "Lose Yourself," you just knew it was hip hop for you. Like, how did that affect, play out in the household? Uh, my fam, well, Eminem. This was a turnout time. Eminem was blowing up. Um, he was being played all over the radio station at the time, and. He was yeah, hell. My my, I think my parents had uh, his first three records on CD: Slim Shady LP, Marshmallow's LP, Eminem Show. This is when he was becoming popular all the time, and I was hearing, and you could all hear was for the radio, and like that's how I discovered cleaning out my closet on the radio, um, Stan, and then it just went from there. And then, you, so you say you like start digging into the culture, and as you start digging into the culture, like who were some of the artists you discovered after Eminem initially opened like the 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 door for you to know about hip hop? Like who are other artists that you discovered after? As I got older, like I discovered uh, some of my favorites, like um, Nas, um, Wu Tang Clan, um, Rock, Eric B. Rock him, Gangstar, um, and some of some of the current artists uh, around the time too. Like I remember Nelly was big at the time, but. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but as I got old, but as I got older, the more artists that kind of came into my life. Um, K- I remember hearing KRS One. Uh, I remember he was beefing with Nelly at the time, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one. Uh, I'm not even gonna get started on that beef, but yeah, just it. I uh, as I got older, the more artists I discovered on my own. Like I was digging through. Like I was. Like I remember going to CD store. Like uh, at the store, like going through the CD sections. Like digging through like the hip hop section. Yeah, looking for old school hip hop. So yeah, who? I I still do that to this day. <laughs> you must be going to Dearborn Music because yeah. I don't know other stores with CDs left. You yeah. Know what I'm so like, uh, what made you want to get into hip hop after hearing Eminem? Like, what attracted you to that? I don't know. Um, the way he, I mean, Lose Yourself was. Just, I don't know. Like the, the way he was. Like the whole vibe of the song, like lose yourself, like palm is sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. I thought he was just like pouring, like the way he was rhyming, the way he was rhyming, the way he was pouring his heart out on that song, just the overall emotion, the expression, the yeah. poetry. Yeah. I, I really loved that. So is that your favorite Eminem song? Um, It's one of them. What's your top three Eminem songs? Um, Stan, Lose Yourself, and... um. Maybe real slim shady. Where do Renegade fall on that list? Ooh, that is maybe his best feature. Yeah. <laughs> no, said maybe his no, best it feature. is his best feature. You think, <laughs> so? <laughs> you think so? Yeah. You said I heard you mention Nas. What drew you to Nas? Um, a lot of a lot of well, obviously a lot of no, uh, heads say that Illmatic is the greatest album of all time. And when as I was getting into hip hop, I saw like I I wanted like you know what I want to hear Illmatic because a lot of people talk about this. And I remember hearing New York State of Mind when I was in uh, middle school. I heard New York State of Mind. I was like, oh, my. The first verse, oh, my God. This is amazing. <laughs> so how do you feel about Illmatic? You think it's the best hip-hop album ever? Um, it's my number two. It's my number two. Behind what? Uh, Painful. Eric Painful. B. Rockham. Now, I'm not sure. Why do people say that that's the best hip-hop album? Is it because that's the first time, what, that out more than one producer working on an album? Like, why is they? Why do they say that? I don't know, because there was a lot of hype around that. App. Like, yeah. it was, they, that was geared. They, I, actually, because they marketed it as the best <laughs> hip-hop album ever. Like, yeah. when you think about it, it was just great marketing. Because, yeah. and anybody's, op- music is so opinionated. So, they just marketed it. And it worked, because yeah. today we got it. It's still in the conversation. Right. Yeah. And um, so, what's your favorite era of hip-hop? Um, obviously, I'd have to say the 90s. The 90s. 90s hip-hop. Um 
Nas, Wu Tang Clan again. Um, I also lo- uh, I, also, I also love Chaos One's first two re- Chaos One's first two records, Return of the Boom Bap and um, the self titled record. Uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Ice Cube, Source First. I've never heard anybody <laughs> say, but Del the Funky Homo Sapien was tight though. But I've yeah. never he, he don't come up in the conversation much. That was actually Ice Cube cousin, wasn't it? Yeah. Like that. So yeah. when it come to '90s though, we talking '90s overall because I didn't hear you mention Mob Deep. I didn't hear you mention uh, No Dog Pound, No Pac. That's '90s. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely own some Mob Deep, Tupac records. I Mob Deep, Tupac. Um, yeah, I definitely had. I think Mob Deep and Tupac are definitely in discussion. Biggie too. Yeah, that was nineties. Where, where do you? Where do uh? Where what does Mob Deep fall in for your hip hop listening to? What, top five duos of all time. Top five duos. So who your top five duos? Um, Eric B. Rakim, Gangstar, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, Mob Deep and Outkast. Okay, so okay. Why you ain't put the dog pound? Well, it's your top five, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I like to one like you know dig into these questions like why uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth over like the dog pound because that's a producer rapper combination too. You so know, it's Gangstar. Saying? Yeah, yeah, Gangstar. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get into Gangstar personally. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's the chill. Well, no, no, no. He had uh, trying to get a rep. Yeah, was that yeah, a Gangstar yeah. song or yeah. just a Guru song? See, and that's the thing too. So it, to me, yeah. it's both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to decipher. <laughs> yeah, I guess Guru when Guru went solo, that's when he did that Jazzmatazz, and that's what's supposed to have kind Yo. of like separated him apart. You know what I'm saying? That, that Jazzmatazz albums, are, those Jazzmatazz records are underrated. So do you actually own records, or when you say records, are you talking CDs? You got vinyl? Uh, CDs. Yeah, I'm more of a CD person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many CDs you got currently? Uh, maybe like 250 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, all good condition. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what's your number one CD if you had to just listen to one CD for the rest of your life? What would it be and why? Uh, it depends on the – it depends. Because uh, I'm, I'm into all types of music. Yeah. Uh, hip-hop, I'd have to say maybe Eric B. and Rock Campaign Full because uh, <laughs> that's my favorite hip-hop record of all time. Yeah. Um, Like the, 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 like the lyric – Rakim really changed the game uh, lyrically. He brought in. Uh, <laughs> he really changed. This sounds so crazy to me, dog. This, <laughs> like this is a this is a dope hip hop conversation with a twenty one year old white kid. Like that's crazy. Like, but it's like it's real hip hop. Like you know what I'm saying. Like he he just probably dropped so much game on so many rappers. Who don't even know who you know what I'm saying? Like who didn't do none of the work? Didn't do none of the research? Didn't dig? Didn't know that Rakim changed the game? Never. Like, your top five duos, you got CL Smooth and Gangstar. Like, I would never think that somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a cool conversation. I definitely didn't know that you were a 21-year-old white kid when we started community. Not to say nothing wrong with that, but that's just a testament to how hip-hop changed the world. It just made, you know what I'm saying? Like, hip-hop just did something else that, no, rock and roll didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing else did this. And I I think that's a smooth conversation. So, let's get into... um, you do some writing for the Underground Hip Hop blog. That's a pretty big blog. I, yes, sir. How did you score that? Um, I have my own word. I started my own WordPress last April because uh, I post my own reviews on there. Um, and Underground Hip Hop blog, the head of uh, Underground Hip Hop blog, messaged me saying, "Hey, yo, I, I want you to write for my site." And I said, "Okay." Uh, and I th- I'm like, "All right, I'd be honored, man," because I've been following Underground Hip Hop blogs for a long time. I, for, I was like, it was an honor. I still write for them. I still write for them every week. But I've been focusing on writing over there. I've been writing over there for like every week, every Friday for like the past couple of weeks now. But I think I'm going to post a review over there uh, this weekend. 
and I'm going to focus writing on my own website, my own WordPress. Okay. So what you just review current, like the new music? Yeah. So how do you review it? Because uh, I'm, like some music got to grow on you. Like you just give it one listen and get your opinion off of one listen? No. No. the mat- I usually give th- an album three listens before I review it. Yeah. Because that, that's... In what type of time span, though? Um, Within like a, maybe a, a day or two, usually. Yeah, so you kind of like a uh, speed listening, like like how how you let the music grow with you in a day or two for three times. Is this the only thing you're listening to for that three days? Are you cutting it on? Listen, put something else on, comparing it like uh, sonically to other records. Like how to, like like walk me through a review process. All right, so there's a record coming out. I'm about to re- I review it. I listen to it three times, and I'm not really sure how to describe it. I can't, I can't even describe it myself. It's kind of weird, but. I usually listen to a record. I listen to a record three times, and I don't. I do compare it to their to their latest uh, their latest work, their past work. Like the latest record, I would compare it to a last record. Like, is it better than the last album? Is it worse than the last album? And for the most part, I mean, my most and uh, most of the part, like it's still uh, it's still apply. My my opinion still my review still applies to whether th- after I review it. So I'm okay. So in the review process, like when you're reviewing it, are you saying like, are you giving it a um, how can I say it? When you give your opinion, do you give a generalized opinion from uh, the listener's perspective, or do you do stuff person like from a personal perspective? Because like personally, I might think this record suck and blah blah blah, but from a general listener's perspective, I could see where why people would like why it. people would like it. But my personal preference of rap music or music in general might make me me personally think the records suck but i'm not are you talking from a personal perspective or are you bashing records like yo track five was was sorry blah 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 like how are your reviews set up um i usually i usually go through like a track like if there's a i usually go through a track i go talk about the lyrical content of what they're talking about and the flow the production I describe the production like if there's like a piano, like if it's like a piano trap beat, I would describe that. Like say this is just a, over some piano chords and some uh, some snares. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically both personal and um, general perspective. I try to blend it up both. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Ha- so, have any artists ever like personally get at you for a review, good or bad, that you did on a record? Um, I've had a few. <laughs> I've had a few. A lot of times, uh, some of it's good. I only had like one bad one, and it was from a manager. We worked it out though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, <laughs> I, you could tell us who it is off air, but like, what did they say? Uh, the I gave the record. You uh, could say it on air. What record was it? Because um, it was Tech Nine's Dominion Collabo's record. Yeah. And uh, his manager was not happy with the score I gave. I didn't even say it was a. It was bad. <laughs> I I said it was it was average. But I mean, it's still. It, but we still. But still, it you worked. still feel like it's an average album. Like, yeah, what did it, they say to you? Like, they were. He wasn't mad at the review. Like, um, he was basically mad at that I didn't rate it higher than it was. Like, and I expl- And of course, I explained why I didn't. I didn't like it because there was there were a couple songs in there that I just felt were pretty lackluster. And is it was really lackluster because you expect more from Tech Nine, not that. The, the songs were bad but when that collabo album came that's just not what people expect from tech nine right. if they're tech nine fans now if tech nine was branching out trying to get new fans with which what you was doing with that album then you still got to come with it because you got to think 
Tech Nine is an artist that Eminem scared to get on the record with, mm-hmm. and and that's just the, the guy. That I mean, they, they they got on that record. Yeah, but like, I feel was, like they need to create together. Though. Yeah, like yeah, those yeah. two yeah. artists don't, who don't send don't just send, send me, me no email. record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was like the what? How many attempts had it been? Like ten years. It was a ten yeah, year process. So come on now. So if Eminem scared to get on a record with you, and he regarded as one of the best, only people you he, know why though? Why? Because that wake up uh, that wake up show intro, man. Yeah. Tech gassed it, and, yeah. and that was. 10 years, 11 years before people even really knew who Tech was. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Who, it was, and there was a lot of heavyweights on that, too. Farrell Munch was on there, too. Reza, KRS-One, Cool G Rap, Chino yeah. XL. Yeah, Chino uh, XL. Fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, like, how did you resolve that? Would you say, yo, this is my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we uh, I DM'd I DM'd uh, him saying, uh, it's just my opinion, it's nothing personal, I admire your work. And he'd say, like, no, I'm sorry. Like, that was my manager uh, who, who left the comment on that post. You and me are good. Yeah. Yeah, something, that representation can't be uh, jumping the gun like that. Yeah. So let's get into the uh, Legends Will Never Die podcast and the Instagram page because you are a podcaster. And uh, I checked out one of your recent podcasts. You was uh, reviewing some albums. So uh, what you, what was it, MERS? MERS and uh, Prime 2. Prime, Prime 2. two. Okay. It was a... It was a, a two. I reviewed two albums in one episode because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I did. I just I wanted to do two episodes on it because I didn't want to do two separate episodes on it. To be honest, yeah. so oh. so with the Instagram page, you say you uh, it got shut down after forty thousand followers at one point. Like, what happened to get the page shut down? Like, don't people got to report that or like? Okay, so this is crazy. This is the crazy part. So I. So in 2015, uh, so this is actually like the, my third page. The first page I had since like 2012, it got shut down in 2015 uh, for copyright. And um, oh, because you put in album covers. Um, no, the audio, video, oh, audio. Yeah. And in 2015, I restarted it. Um, to up until that point, it had 40,000 followers. So at the beginning of September of last year, I was on vacation in Los Angeles. I was in um, the mall, a mall right across from my ho- the hotel I was staying at, getting some stuff from my hotel room, and I log into my Instagram and it says your Instagram account got shut down. I was like, what? But then again, but then I realized, I remember like a lot of pages were getting shut down um, at the time. Like a lot of other pages I was getting followed were shutting down. It was like it was like some it was like the, some Friday the Thirteenth shit. Like one page getting shut down left and right. Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm like am I gonna be next? Yeah. And it, eventually it did, and I'm like you know what. I'm gonna restart. Th- I'm gonna restart this, man. Like I love doing this, so I yeah. love what I do. So, like, what else do you do? Like, it seems like you spend a lot of your time like researching hip hop. Like, like, <laughs> what? Did, like, why? Like, if like, why do you do that? Like, you just love it that much? Yeah, yeah. I always love. And I, again, like, I, some people are. I feel like some kid people these days are forgetting like the pet, like the older, like '90s hip hop. So, kind of just to revi- kind of just remind them. People who those who came before. I mean, yes, there are a lot of artists who I like today. Don't get me wrong, but you got to remember those who came before them. Yeah, you know what I mean, like Grandmaster Kaz, uh, Cool Herc. Uh, <laughs> but Grandmaster Kaz, Cool Herc, um, Cold Crush Brothers. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So you said the '90s was your favorite era. What's the best rap album that released in 1996? 1996. Ooh, um, damn. There are a lot of albums I can name off of this. Um, Just give us a rundown. I want to hear what you got. <laughs> <laughs> um, Outca- 
Okay. Oh, wait a minute. What year were you born? 96. Okay, okay. So this is a good year and for you. And an album, and one of the albums came out on the day I was born. What? Red Man Muddy Waters. Yeah. <laughs> that is my favorite Red Man record. Yeah. Easy. Record. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so give us a, a rundown of 1996 albums that you thought was dope. Not the best, because okay, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, some of my favorites. Um... Tupac, All Eyes on Me. Not it's not my favorite Tupac album. It's my it's not my favorite Tupac album, but it's still pretty phenomenal. Fugees, the score, um, skills from where, um, Ghostface, Iron Man, uh, DJ Shadow introducing, <clears throat> Red Man, Muddy Waters, and that's that's all I could think of right now. <laughs> wow, that's, no, no that, limit. No, <laughs> not one no limit record. Uh, what else came? No dog pound, but we are. Hell on was, Earth. Hell on Earth. That was 96? I thought that was 95. Was that 95 or 96? Nine, I think it was 96. I wasn't fucking with the mob, so. Ah. Uh, okay, well, what about West Coast hip-hop? Was you in the Sacramento? Because, like, I, uh, and when I say West Coast, I mean, like, Northern California, E-40. Uh, Ooh, E-40. The is... Loonies, Three Times Crazy, anybody like that? Because in 1995, the Loonies had the... Uh, I got Highest, five on Yeah, yeah, that single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Re- Yuckmouth used to follow my old page before it got shut down at forty thousand. Yeah, I was cool, y'all. I was cool with Yuck, but E forty, E forty is one of the hardest working dudes ever. Yeah, the dude pumps out like since late like two thousand ten. He's been pumping out like three albums a year. Yeah, His work ethic drop, is yeah, crazy. Yeah, so, you familiar with Mac Dre? Mac Dre, ooh, one of the most underrated. Mac Dre is one of the illest. A thizzle dance. My favorite song, Not My Job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not My Job. Right. Oh, I can bust you a rap. Yo. But anything else? Not My Job. <laughs> what, what was the name of the old pages? Um, the old pages? Um, it was basically the same spelling. Legends will never die. Like one was original spelling, like just no um, underscores. But then, like, the second page was underscore, like, legends underscore, will underscore, never underscore, underscore, die. And this is just legends underscore, will never die. Okay. And then that's the same name as the podcast also, right? Yeah. LWND podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how, when do you drop, what, when do new episodes come out? Um, I haven't done an episode in a while. I've just been busy with, I have been busy with, uh, with life itself. But um, I'm trying to do it more frequently. I'm yeah. not sure when. I kind of, I kind of want to do them free, like every week. Yeah. But again, I'm busy. I'm, I got other stuff going on right now, yeah. so I'm trying to work, work that out. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favorite hip hop album by region and why? By region? Yeah. Um, East Coast, uh, paid, paid in full, like, uh, paid in full, because I mean, the, 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 lyrically, it lyrically it changed the game. Like lyrically, that's why a lot of rappers are like a lot of rappers were just. How can I word this? Nursery rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nursery rhymes, and he, and I'm paid in full. I mean, yeah, Illmatic, Illmatic was like that, but paid, but without paid in full, there wouldn't have been a Nomadic, more than likely. Yeah. West Coast, um, ooh, the West Coast. I'd have to say one of the first record, one of the first albums I ever listened to. I can I can never decide between his first album and the second one, but I'm at to say this. I'm at to say the first one, Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Yeah. Maybe. Because I mean, Dr. Dre. Yeah, it's no secret that Dr. Dre ghost had ghostwriters, but his production was on another well, level. More importantly, he had ghost producers. 
Right, because Morning Dash, Ghost Rider, uh, Dash, Dash Ghost produced a lot of that. And Warren G the grabbed the samples. Yep. Yeah. Chris the Glove Taylor, who was Ice T's DJ at one point. Yeah. What uh, What about the South? The South? I'd have to say Outcast yeah. 8. I'd have to say maybe Aquem- either either Aliens or Aquemini. I, I like Aquemini better than Aliens for some uh, reason. Aquemini is my favorite Outcast album overall. Because so, the production on that is crazy. Oh yeah, and Andre 3000 is one of the most unique, one of the most unique people in all of hip hop. There will never be another like him. Well, he got to come with a solo. Yeah, yeah I, I think though. there's records. Yeah, there's three, records. some three. And what about the Midwest? The Midwest, your uh, favorite? The Midwest, I'd have to say. Midwest, I, I, I'm not really sure. Honestly, I can name a few Midwest albums that I absolutely love. Um, like Bone Thugs, I'd have to say some of the some of my favorites from the Midwest are Bone Thugs, uh, E1999 Eternal, yeah, and um, I actually love Esham's uh, Kill the Fetus. <laughs> that album is gritty as hell. Dead Flowers, our favorite Midwest album. Well, that's my favorite Midwest. I gotta break it up in the uh, states though because uh, Bone that E1999, that shit that was probably ridiculous. was yeah, that that was a what was what year was that? Was that ninety seven? No, that's no. Right at, that was ninety. 90, that was ninety six. Was that ninety six? Or it might have been early ninety seven. That was not nineteen ninety six. I think it was. I think it might have been ninety five. The end of ninety five, going into ninety six. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was like summer. It was like because the 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 the, uh, the EP came out. Yeah, and yeah. then Easy died because that was with Crossroads on it, right? That's what because yeah. that's what set Crossroads off. So that it had to be ninety six, or at the very end of ninety five. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that yeah. probably was. Bone came through and just shut shit down. Man. They they changed it too though. Like yeah. they got they put a lot. If it wasn't no Bone th- rapping that way, it wouldn't have been no Nelly. No, you know no. what I'm saying. If it wasn't no Bone rapping that way, it wouldn't have been no Nelly. And then just ninety five, like the rap. Yeah, I knew it was like the end because that shit survived. See, music is so different now, man. Like, some you all, used so to really have to sell. Like when you it was. If you sold ten million records, like you sold ten million records, like yeah. that's a that's a different feeling. It got it, but it just got to be a different feeling than today. Because I was listening to some stuff, and they saying now that if the single sold so many, when the album drop, it turned into like that's cheap. That ain't what's up, man. That's not that's, that's why, whack. Bro. That's why Top Dog and them don't. Go by streams. They said yeah, they, everything they can. And even with uh, Spotify going public, like, did y'all see what Gene Simmons had to say? Yeah. Like, Gene Simmons kept it 100. Like, come on, bro. Y'all ain't paying the art. Y'all paying the artists percentages of pennies, and y'all talk about y'all a 20 something billion dollar company. Like, that's a slap in the face to an artist. And he was right. He said it ain't never gonna be no more Beatles. It ain't never gonna be no more nobody because they, they not even. They, they yeah, they're not even putting their all into it. Because yeah. a, what, a million views is like $12,000, right? Like on YouTube or something. You know what I'm saying? If that, yeah. So, like, YouTube is making zillions of dollars off of that. Like, but I heard CDs and tapes and, and vinyl was like coming back strong, comeback. dog. Yeah, yeah, but I also heard that. Uh, never mind. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy because I'm I'm more of a CD again. I'm more of a CD person. But I mean, the only because I do have one cassette though. Uh, I will say what uh, Beastie Boys "License to Ill." Yeah, I actually got that from uh, my uncle who passed away last year. Yeah, what condition is it in? Um, it it's a little beat. It's a little beaten up, but it's uh, the outside's a little beaten up. The yeah. case, but it it plays it plays fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you want to hold on to that. That's yeah. an archives type of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an archives type of shit. Because basically what you do is archiving because you really take your time to not just 
I guess see when something came out. But I'm, I'm assuming that the stuff that you post, you listen to at one point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so who yo? Uh, we gonna do best producer MC combo? Uh, we just do three. All right, uh, MC producer, Gangstar, P Rock, and CL Smooth. Gangstar, P Rock, and CL Smooth, and number three would have to be maybe Jedi Mind Tricks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jedi Matrix, Vinny Paz, and Skip yeah. the Enemy of Mankind. Yeah. Well, listen, though, like, I, I didn't know what he was going to say, but I just didn't expect that. Like, yeah, he you know, always pull one out. Where, 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 you, uh, where you see UGK at? Like, how you uh, like their music? MC producer. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, yeah. MC did MC, MC did was a producer. Yeah, that's right. Um, when, I, when, I hear, when I hear MC producer duo, that's, I usually think of, that's what I usually think of, like Gangstar. The gangstar rap, but yeah, UGK is like probably the greatest Southern duo of all time. Pimp C was one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I always it's it's a, I'm gonna go with UGK, but it's a tie between. I mean, it's not a tie, but it's I, I look at Eight Ball and MJG up there. The only thing is, I feel like since one of them didn't produce, I don't know like where they could have been if. MJG yeah, yeah. just looked like he should be doing something with some records, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Outkast, the same thing. So them definitely my top three. And then the clips, because they from Virginia. You know oh. what I'm saying? Who would I go with? As far as when it comes to Southern hip hop and duos. You know what I mean? Clips is one of the man, Pusha T is still killing it to this day. But Malice was I think Pusha T hold Malice in a higher regard than people hold Pusha T. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, but that's from being around him like I just think that I love Pusha T, but he ain't he don't drop enough for me, man. Like he yeah. he be said, what he, who is he just on Don Q shit? Yeah, yeah. He went crazy on that you, bitch. You, like, nah, do you think it's because he writing for somebody potentially? It could be, but I don't think if he is right now, I don't think he writing coke rap for him. Like no, I think nah. he writing some. I, he I think when he picked designer. Like when he brought designer uh, to good music, yeah. that's when I knew. Like from a business standpoint, he don't look at what he do as what nobody else do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Plus, you know they wrote that McDonald's jingle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No yeah. That let me know where they where they thinking was at. Yeah, like, yeah. But I like I like the clips as a duo. Uh, what is uh, Keys Open Doors, bro? Yeah. That oh. song right there, like from the first time, the f- first word spoken to the last word spoken on that song. Oh, he! I bet you that they the best two duo battlers. I bet you like not you not song for song, but I lyrically, I I don't know who will be able to go up against them. Like because they want they probably are the strong. I probably lyrically they the strongest duo. Period. Like, you think so? Yeah. Like I, I well I can't be mad at that. I mean, when you, now when you say, uh, I'm saying lyric like if you take Pusha T and you take Malice and you put them up against no beats, no just nothing. I'm just saying lyric. lyrically, I don't. I, Mob Deep can't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Prodigy is a zillion times stronger than Havoc. Yeah, UGK Capone can't do it. Can't do you know it. what I'm saying? The reason UGK can't do it is because what we like from them really like who. But but I'm saying he not as good as like I'm just saying. Duo for duo, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 so that yeah. I see them as like the strongest duo, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Daz couldn't hold his own against Malice because Pusher will have to go against Corrupt, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, what you think about cannabis? Cannabis, ooh, cannabis is here's the thing. Cannabis is a great lyricist, but he never had the right production. So he got the Nas effect, as far as what people say. I, I was listening to some old Nas. I don't think he picked bad beats like people try to make. Nah. Me neither. What I think it is is he is so lyrical. He need to. He don't need 
certain type of beats to overshadow that because it um then he got to get more lyrical. Like yeah, I take it away like, from it. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to hear what he's saying. Like that's yeah. I'm thinking about that push. I'm thinking of trying to think about a duo who could actually see yeah. the clips. You know what I'm saying? What a, yeah, because the loonies, because numb kind of. That's what I'm saying. Part, it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When you get to thinking about duos, it's all take about that. But they equally like strong on their level. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What about Philly's most wanted? Bad meets evil. <laughs> Bad meets evil. Still though, because they're not a true duo though. You but talking that, duos? There's duos. For the you saying run. by the time they became a duo, they was already established. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I really think Royce is one of the better MCs to do it. You know what I'm saying? He, but, but the, I, I got the, the same conflict with well, you got with Pusha T. He don't drop enough for me. Who like, Royce don't drop enough? Yeah. Okay. Like he got the prime. Oh, you saying actual as actually yeah, Royce? Yeah. Like, yeah. But Pusha don't even drop that much. Like it's a verse here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like dog, give us a. Give us a whole project. Like we already know that you 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 could get any production you want. You could just give us a whole project because every time he do, he go crazy. But then what? He he really taking his time. What has it been three years since that a last long project? Ass time. I can't How long has been? I know you know. Uh, <laughs> King the his last album. Yeah. Uh, 2015. Like I remember because it came out like a week after my birthday. <laughs> right. So that's that's three years almost. You know what I'm saying? So he got to be gearing up. Yeah, hope, hopefully, hopefully, up. hopefully. So uh, tell everybody where they can contact you, man. Um, you can go on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash Legends Will underscore Never Die. Uh, my Twitter account, Legends LL Live On. Legends Will Live On. Um, Word, Legends Will Never Die dot WordPress dot com. I have my own YouTube channel, uh, SoundCloud dot com, uh, my own YouTube channel, uh, SoundCloud dot com slash DLWND Podcast, and I think that's all i think i ran through all of them already <laughs> yeah well look man we appreciate you coming uh we don't know what you got planned for anything in may but we having like a big event and we're doing some hip-hop trivia we're doing some jeopardy this is gonna be the sleeper we're doing some jeopardy so uh, i'm gonna stay in contact with you and invite you out to play the hip-hop trivia because i don't know if you know but may is now urban podcast month so we just go have a lot of stuff going on and we go want you to be a part of it all right all right that's all right. cool so uh like we say man Every introduction always, every connection always start with an introduction. Get out there and meet some people. If you want to advertise with the show or if you want to be a part of the show, email us at pr at tcohh.org. pr at tcohh.org. And uh, I want for my brother what I want for myself. I got it.